When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode of Open Mind is brought to you in association with very.co.uk. Relaxation is really good for you. For a start, it can help to lower blood pressure and improve concentration and mood. So the more you chill, the better you feel. Which gives you a great excuse to check out Very's range of products designed to help you unwind, including night body butter, bath soaks, scented candles and cosy jumpsuits. It's time to live well, sleep well. Eat well and spend well at very.co.uk. So today I'm joined by everyone's favourite guy from Chelsea. It's Sam Thompson from Made in Chelsea. Hi, Sam. Hello. How you doing? I'm really well, thank you. I just, you know what? I've always wanted to uh, to meet the better half of the bridges, and uh, and it, and, it, and it's finally happening right now. So true, so true. You're so lucky. You've now got a full set. I do have the full set. It's just so. Do you know what? I I can you tell your husband that I miss him and I, I love him so very much. Do you? I currently don't because do. I'm stuck at home with him. <laughs> What's he like to be quarantined with? He's all right, actually, to be fair. He's, he, you know what, he's amazing with the boys. Um, and he, he goes up into his gym quite a lot. So, you know, I have breaks. It's fine. He, he was never the same since SAS, was he? He's now running with huge backpack weights on through the park and getting down in the mud. I know, he loves it. But you, you and Zara seem pretty loved up in um, self-isolation. How's that going? We are indeed. Uh, do you know what? So... The first week was was tough. I'm going to be honest with you. Really? She doesn't live with me, so so it was kind of like, and she's only ever stayed at mine sort of like four days in the bounce before, and uh, like every day on top of each other is is pretty hard, especially when you're not allowed to leave the house. Um, so I think she nearly chopped my head off a couple of times <laughs> because for me it's kind of I like having people around but for her I think that I can sometimes because I've, I've got ADHD so I'm quite like all over the place mm. and uh and I, and I and I think that it's been, it's been hard for she might be wanting to rethink the the moving in strategy I think most of your relationships have been on made in Chelsea how have you found that like that must make you overly cautious now. um so yeah for, I mean I suppose have people having an opinion on you well, it definitely sucks in one way because I sit there and I and I, and I do and I look at them. And I go, wait a second. So you're telling me you haven't made one mistake your entire life? Like, don't get me wrong. At the age of 21, I didn't understand the world very well. I'm not saying I understand it very well now either. To be fair, but when people are like you, you know, you're most people in the world have have been unfaithful in a in an early relationship or or have been cheated on or have made some sort of mistake when they're young to then realize that that shouldn't be made and that you can be a better person moving forward. Otherwise, none of us would ever learn. If you never made mistakes, you would never learn. And I feel like people jump on these things. It's like, wait a second, no one's perfect. And the only way I'm going to become the best version of myself is if I make mistakes. So that kind of annoys me sometimes because 
I, I sit there and I go, none of the people tweeting me or anyone on on TV or in any in any part of the industry, no one's not made mistakes. So it's like, why do you, why do you think that everyone should be perfect? And also, I don't trust people who are perfect in this industry either. I don't know. I feel like maybe in your position being on a reality show, people feel like it's their their right to give you their opinion. Which they completely are. This is your. This is such an uh, an in topic right now as well because I think that with all. Okay, so I, I'm of the very small minority of reality TV people who I believe who think this, but I don't think anyone in this industry really has a right to have a go at anyone for having an opinion. I can sit here and think to myself, well, I don't agree with your opinion. You've definitely made these mistakes before, but. It, that's just the way it is. If you sign up to be on Love Island or Made in Chelsea or any of these things, the basis of the operation is that you are going on a reality show. And the basis of a reality show is the viewers are seeing your real life or the perception of you that is real. And they are meant to have an opinion on it. Otherwise, it wouldn't be called reality TV. In any sort of entertainment, right... The whole point is that you need viewers. And the only way you're going to get viewers is by people being invested in the good, the bad and the ugly. You can't just be a super famous person out of Love Island, for example, and not have any of the bad. Someone might not like what you've done on a TV show and be like, well, you you like they're allowed that opinion. So I don't mm. I don't understand it so much when people are like you can't. And the world sucks. Like, the, the world sucks. People are dicks. It's just the way it is. In the mm. office, in a nine-to-five, you've got Jeffrey over there who's just a bit of a wanker. Do you know what I mean, though? <laughs> like, it's, it's, just, it's just the way it is. Like, I think yeah. that in this industry, everyone's expecting everyone to be so lovely and so nice, but in the world, that doesn't happen, no matter what industry you're in. You're always but do you not hated. think there's a line? There's a fine line? Yeah, but once again, people are assholes. Like, just not not everyone, but in life, in any walk of life you're in, there are dicks. Like, we had, like, you went, since when did sticks and stones may break my bones just, just never become relevant? Uh, <laughs> I, I think that you have to just realise, this is my, and I, I understand that I'm a very minority group here when it comes to reality people, but I think people just have to realise that, that people are going to be dicks. And mm-hmm. that when someone writes a dicky comment, you go, you're a dick. That's yeah. it. You don't, there's, there doesn't have to be like a massive song and dance about it. I think that we are incredibly lucky to be doing what we do. I genuinely do what I love. Like how many people can sit there and say that they do what they love? And, mm-hmm. and, and you know, I get to try and entertain people for, for my job. And I get paid to be in... Like, I did Big Brother, for example. That was a social situation. Like, a, a, I was a guinea pig in a social experiment. And I, I could I never. I would be... I would be rocking in a corner in Big Brother. It, it, I'm going to be honest. It's tough. It is not easy at all. But... But having said that, I used to watch it when it was on Channel 4 back in the day and be like, oh, my God, I would love to sit in that seat and just like... Would you? It's it's one show I could just... I could just never... I can't deal with the meanness. Like, I can't... (laughs) I can't... I can't. Like, I can't deal with, like, people arguing and things like that. Like, it just upsets me too much. I wouldn't be be able to be around that that much. So I think you have to be a certain kind of person. 
Well, yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that there are a lot of people, my, myself included, where I lost my mind in that place. I, I, we had a little hot tub in the middle of the garden and I literally would, would pace around this hot tub on my own being like, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. Everyone hits that place, right? But it's like yeah. doing SAS. It's one of those things where you put yourself out of your comfort zone and do something that no one else will ever have the opportunity to do. And I think that's such a cool and what, thing. And what made you... What made you do SAS? Uh, because I I never pushed myself to any sort of limit. Uh, I'm I'm under no mm. illusions that that my life has been a lot easier than than some than, than most people in this world. And um, I, I I've been given a lot like a, a my my you know dad like dad gave me the best education he could possibly give me. Some would say I squandered mm. that, but 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 I I feel like I owe it to myself to put myself in an uncomfortable situation and actually figure out who I am as a person. And the only way I'm going to do that is by is by being really, really, really uncomfortable. And I learned so much from SAS. You have no idea. Like, but I, I felt like watching you on SAS, you have, and you can tell me I'm wrong, you seem to me like that you almost have a guilt of your upbringing. Wow. And you... Uh, and and you seem like you have a bit of a guilt of the fact that you haven't done what maybe people thought you should have done with that. Yeah, you're completely upbringing, right. Upbringing and that education. Is, you are some astute person. Wow, that I've never <laughs> ever said that before because I get scared to say anything about that. But I, I don't like talking about sort of like grow where I grew. I, I'm I'm embarrassed genuinely to to talk about how I grew up or where I grew up or or what my parents were like or anything like that. But where does that come from? Well, because Why? people hate it. And 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 it's it's if people the word posh gets thrown around left, right and centre. I, I don't even know what posh means. Like and 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 for for me, I I think it's a bit of a derogatory term. Personally I can't do anything about my accent or I can't do anything about where I went to school. My like I was born incredibly lucky I'm, I'm i i i understand that and and it's really but you shouldn't feel bad for that because i always have this thing of like you know everyone has a different life with all we've all been brought into different lives and we all have okay people have better opportunities than others but we we choose what we do with that yeah right and in the world, there are people with worse lives than all of us and better lives than all of us. And the same as you, you've had a privileged um, upbringing and you do a job that you love, but there are also people that are still better off than you, like mm. even more so. And that's how life works. And you can't feel guilty for that because there are people in the world that would love to have what you had. And you shouldn't in in my opinion, you shouldn't feel or or throw that away or act like you didn't have that because then to me it's a waste. Well, I completely agree. You know I, I, mean? I completely agree, and I think you're you're right. You've got to own exactly where you came from in any walk of life. I think it it's tough in this industry for sure because you know, like, who wants to give you an opportunity when? there's someone who has come from nothing, right? And they've built their way up this mm. ladder or they, you know, everyone is more deserving of something. To me anyway, it seems that everyone is more deserving of, of, of a job or something other than the guy who who, who went to a nice school. And I, look, I get, mm. I don't agree with it. I understand why people would say it and think it. And I understand why people would sometimes resent it, but it's just tough. And you're completely right. I For me, it's, it's one of the, and look, 
yeah, I do feel like I squandered it a little bit. I didn't do very well at school and, and I came out, but I've, I'm being incredibly lucky to land into something that sort of regardless of where I came from, I, I just, I knew I will always love this, what I do. Main Chelsea, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I joined that because for me, I, if I'm completely honest with you, I was 21 years old. I, I just, uh, that was 20 years old, actually. I just, I was a bar back. In a, in a bar just down the road from me. So I was just washing glasses. And I was like, I don't really want to do this for the rest of my life. And I was like, I know I've got ADHD, so I ain't going to be able to sit at a desk for very long. And, uh, <laughs> and, and and I was like, well, my sister does this show called Made in Chelsea. And hey, I don't know any of them. <laughs> What's up, everyone? I'm here. And I never left. And I was just so lucky to fall in something. That, I didn't even know that there, there was an industry here. I just thought you did a reality show and that was it. But then I've I've learned that, you know, there are so many different avenues to, to entertainment and um, I'm only just sort of realising them now. This episode of Open Mind is brought to you in association with very.co.uk. Do you wish you could find a home for everything in your home? From the bedroom to the bathroom, living room to the garden, Very has all kinds of space-saving sets and storage essentials to keep everything neat and tidy. From sideboards to side tables, cabinets to cupboards, it's easy to create a stylish space in your place with Very. It's time to live well, sleep well, eat well and spend well at very.co.uk. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com tech. You've spoken before about having anxiety in the past and, and you've kind of said before that actually working on Made in Chelsea helps that, which kind of goes against, I reckon, what most people would think mm. and and would say because, you know, being under that scrutiny and everything would normally kind of bring that on, I would think. Yeah, for me, I think that I am very, once again, very lucky that I have friends from different walks of life so not all my mates are on reality tv so Mm. i can i can distance myself from it whereas a lot of people their only friends are people in the industry and i live with a banker for example who works in the city and he went to school with me my other housemate owns it runs his own business uh, a clothing company like everyone's from different walk like different does different things in their life so when i get home mm. i'm going to be honest with you frankie i'll turn my playstation on and game with my with my housemates and it's I, as soon as i get <laughs> home my head turns off and i don't think about anything to do with that's why television. you don't want to live with your girlfriend well yeah <laughs> well, she's been a great help as well but i also really like my, the producers on Main Chelsea are amazing. The psych team, if you ever want to speak to anyone, they're there. Not, I actually don't ever, but like they're always on hand. And with everything that's been going on, sort of in terms of like obviously Love Island and stuff like that, you know, mm. I only have good things to say about about Main Chelsea and the way it's run. And and everyone's super conscious of your feelings. And and so for me, the anxiety isn't really that prevalent there. And and I've learned to deal with 
as you say, trolls and people like that. And I and I, I now take it as kind of like, oh, actually, well, they might be right there. I might be doing that wrong. Or, and I use it as constructive criticism. If someone's an absolute arsehole, then that, as I said, you've got to accept that someone's an arsehole. Mm. Um, but I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm lucky enough that I've got my, my family, my sister's in this, she, she, you know, she lives next door to me, my neighbour. So she... Uh, yeah, you're very close to your sister, she's my aren't best you? Mate. Yeah, so that, that's yeah, great. That's so nice because that's quite unusual for yeah. normally like brother and sisters. That can be quite a different relationship. Have you always been as close as you are now? Oh, yeah, we have. But she, don't get me wrong, she used to beat me up. <laughs> like, she, <laughs> she used to like chase me around the sofa with a TV remote and hit me on the back of the head with it. Like she, she's a firecracker. She's got a left hook like you wouldn't believe as well. And, uh, and, and, but, but. That doesn't mean, like, you know, that's just brother-sister stuff. Me and Louise have had some terrible arguments. They're like, you know, if Ed ever would be, everyone would be like, oh, my God, they hate each other. Mm. But that's what siblings do. In terms of, she has always been there for me every step of the way. When I joined Main Chelsea, she was already on it. I remember following her around because I didn't know any of the cast members of Main Chelsea. And they were all quite a lot older than me. And uh, she was with all her girl mates, on the, all the cast members who were the girls on the show, going for lunch mid, like halfway through filming, everyone had a lunch break and stuff. And she'd like go for lunch. And uh, I'd just follow her and be like, can I come with you? <laughs> and it was just the most like depressing vibe because I was like, oh my God, the guys don't want to chill with me because they don't know me. And I was just hanging out with my sister and her mates. And I felt like an absolute loser. I felt like my first day at school. But she's been there for me every day. She was like, of course you can. Like she would always make sure I was okay. When I when I started filming, and she'd always make sure that like she was there to talk to me about anything that I was worried about, or she'll tell me behind closed doors, she'd be like, "You are the biggest prat I know, and I cannot believe I'm having to stand there and back you up because I do not agree with <laughs> anything you've done." Because most of the time she's right. Yeah. But then on the flip side, when it when it comes down to like actually in front of other people she'll sit there and be like no my brother's absolutely fine i love him to bits and, and you should stop being mean to him oh, really? like do you know what I mean? she's always had that big sister in her um and it's just i can't fault anything about her like she she is she's a lioness mm. and when she has kids she'll be the best mum in the entire world and she's her world. and her fiance ryan are very um into their fitness aren't they and you've kind yeah. of ended up getting involved yeah. in that with them do you feel like that helps you mentally or kind of what oh, did yeah. they inspire you to get into fitness yeah absolutely they um ryan obviously is it was a pt before he before he met my sister but he's also just a very gentle giant he's a lovely bloke to speak to he's got a lot of life experience and as i said he's not in this industry that much he's like kind of like in between so he is is a really nice go-to person to speak to about just any sort of problems. And in terms of working out, he got me into it. And at two and a half years in, I don't know where I'd be if I didn't have working out. I'm not even joking. I know that sounds quite full on, but it is the only place I can go. That and gaming, where I can go and I can go into the gym and just completely tune out. And when I leave, all it's like when you go for a run. Or, or I just don't really like running. <laughs> but like when 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 I when I come out, I feel so much more level-headed and. It, it teaches you to obviously you get you you look good but you also you it teaches you to get a routine a regime and to be strict with yourself whether it be diet whether it be lifting weights whether it be whatever it is anything to do with fitness if you want to better yourself in any sort of way as a human physically you have to follow a routine mm. and i my the way my life is there isn't much routine in it and um and working out and exercise has massively, massively helped in terms of 
my 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 mental health for sure. And do you feel like that's are you able to keep that up? Because you said you've got is it ADHD or yeah. yeah? Do you feel like that kind of calms that kind of side of things out by having routine you, and yeah? You don't need you don't need any medication from what I, I like being. I like who I am. I like being bouncing off the walls and and just and and being that person. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to take anything to do it to change me mm. at all. Um, I. And I feel like there are there are natural ways to do it, and the gym is definitely one of them because it just you want. For me, it's all about just getting away from my own head, mm-hmm. and and just sort of it's almost like meditation would probably help. I don't have the patience for meditation. No, I don't. So the either. gym is almost my meditation, and that that's how I that's how I zone out. And do you think? Because do you do any sort of therapy or anything like that? Yes, it's the best thing you can ever do. And that's why we're doing this, because I feel like you're my therapist. <laughs> I genuinely do. Here um, for you anytime, I, Sam. I, I, I don't do it. Don't, honestly, don't say that, because I'll be calling out Wayne and be like, can I just speak to your missus, please, mate? Um, I I don't go nearly enough, no. But it, it, whenever I'm feeling super down, and there have been times that I do, uh, it's amazing for me. And I, and I just... I have no problem with saying I go for therapy every now and then or it doesn't bother me at all. I think more people should do it. Talking, just vocalising. doesn't even have to be to a therapist. My mates, I sometimes pay my mate. I get, I literally take him to Nando's and buy him a Nando's and silently he has just agreed to sit down and listen to my problems for an hour. <laughs> like, and and I, I'm not joking. He'll, he'll, I'll be like, should we go for a Nando's? And he's like, oh God, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, go on, let's just go and sit down for a Nando's. And we're like, I'll go and buy him like a half chicken, double peri chips and a coleslaw, or maybe some medium spice. And 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 then and we'll just we'll talk. And I don't think you definitely always need a therapist. I think people are just afraid to speak. So do you feel like you've got more control over your anxiety now? And do you encourage like I suppose yeah. what helps with you, I suppose, is that you are on reality TV. So you kind of have to be open and honest about so many things. Mm-hmm. Um and I suppose do you find that you find it easier to encourage friends and stuff to open up? Yeah, for sure. What I tell you what does annoy me ever so slightly is I don't like people paring off feeling sad for being anxious. Yeah. I think people must also remember that life is hard and I think that we all struggle and there's, there is a difference between having a bout of anxiety once because you've had a bad day or, you know, you've had a bad month and actually living with it. There's two different, I think there's two different things. I think that a lot of the times now people are, especially in my industry or in our industry people are being slightly lazier or things haven't gone their way and they're going i've got anxiety i've got anxiety and it's like no that's just life hasn't worked out quite the way you want it to and i i, I do differentiate the two of them mm. i think that one of them is mental health i think the other one is just sometimes life sucks and I don't like, I don't want them to get mixed up because then yeah. everyone's got anxiety in the entire world. And it actually takes away from the people who really do suffer with mental health. I've got a couple of mates who have been clinically depressed and it slightly annoys me sometimes. And I'm like, those are the people who should be getting looked after and, and you know, getting the help that they need. Um, not just the person who's had a bad day. Do you kind of see what I'm saying? Because I know it can yeah. be come, sometimes comes yeah. slightly odd. 
when I say it because I'm not very articulate. No, no, I get what you're saying. I think there'll be a lot of people that will probably disagree. Um, I agree. I agree in some circumstances. Some people find it very easy to just throw off the word, oh, I'm Mm. depressed. And as you say, they're not necessarily long-term depressed. They're just having a bit of a hard time. Not to say that that's any less important at that time but there are different ways to deal with both things and I think everyone in the world suffers with some sort of mental health in some way but it definitely comes in all sorts of degrees and levels and so I I completely get what you're saying totally social media definitely doesn't help for sure I think that that's so if you don't want to be if you don't want anxiety don't have social media is is number one for sure. I, I think <laughs> yeah. that just the whole basis... But a lot of people, they have well, to. Do they have to? Do days. they have to? Yes. But why? Like, because it helps with businesses. It does. It, it, oh, oh, so you're talking about business owners? Yeah. That, yeah. Not everyone has to. Like, I, I agree in a way that... If I often say to people, if I wasn't doing my job, I wouldn't have Instagram. I wouldn't have it. No, I'm in the exact same boat. It. I'm the exact same boat. I don't think I would either. I, the only thing I really use my Instagram for is trying to make funny videos <laughs> and sending them <laughs> out because I really do enjoy doing that. And that and that is a pastime of mine. But I think that the fact that the world now depends on Instagram is is pretty fucking scary. Uh, and I think that the whole premise of Instagram is to look at people and compare yourself. That this yeah. is the only that's the only reason. But then you had the same with Facebook, really. Yeah, it was weird though because I think Facebook was more of a community thing, whereas this is just images, and it's it's it's. I don't know. I I, I don't know how. I personally think that editing tools should be made legal. Or at least yeah. you should have, or you, at least you should have a uh, hashtag uh, edited at the, at the bottom mm-hmm. of your at the bottom of your um, your Instagram post, because I think that you have. Yeah, but don't you think people are? They know that that's what happens. Like sometimes not, I get a bit like, case. "Come on, not we all case, know." Though. But 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 if you're 13 years old and you're at school and you're looking at your idol on Instagram, you're going, "Why just? Why don't I look like her? Why do I not look like her?" And then they start getting anorexic and, and all the rest of it because they don't understand that that body image is actually completely unobtainable. And they've just taken a couple of ribs out in Facetune. And, <laughs> and, and, it, and it, I, I, don't th- I think that is you're deceiving someone into trying to achieve a, an image that doesn't actually exist. And that's yeah. why I think that things like hashtag uh, edited should definitely exist. Okay, so to tie this up, what would be your... I suppose like your uh, tips for for people because you seem like although yes you are a bit of a people pleaser and you have your 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 guilts about your upbringing and things like that but what would be your tips for people to deal with negative um, opinions from other people? Um, I would say you have to. Well, I'm a, I, well, so what were my tips to, to people in, in any walk of life or this industry or what? Anyone. Okay, anyone. Of dealing, everyone has it, whatever job you have, whatever of dealing with, you have. If dealing with someone's just been an ass online. Other people's opinions. Yeah, yeah other, okay, like, other people's opinions. Yeah. I, would, I would say, remember that people, the world sucks a lot of the time. I genuinely would just say this. I know, I know it doesn't sound all that, you know, 
oh, you know, just ignore them. Just, yeah, do ignore them. Because at the end of the day, it's... I think we've all been brainwashed into thinking that everything is just sunshine and rainbows, and it just really isn't. And there's going to be Tommy down the road. Is it, it may just think, may just not like you. And and that's just the way it is. You have to just realise that your life is your life. Your friends are your friends. Your family are your family. People love you. People like you have, you have, you have friends, family, and, and that's the only thing that matters. And what other people's opinion, other people's opinions don't matter in, in the slightest. And I think you have to, and I include myself in this, you have to stop being so upset about people having a negative opinion of you and just realise that it doesn't affect your life whatsoever because you can really get hung up on that kind of stuff. And you just have to, and the way to do that is delete social media. <laughs> I don't, I don't have, I don't have a, have a, a, a tip or trick to sort of to deal with it. For me, it's just understand that there are however billion people living in this world. Not everyone's lovely. Some people might just be a bit of a knob and uh, understand that and, and realize that you're lucky to have the friends and family you do that love you, love you and like you and think you're a nice person is what okay. I would say. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. And that's kind of the whole thing with mental health is that we're not all the same, we don't all think the same and we don't all deal with things in exactly the same way and you can't feel guilty for being who you are and it's just finding a way to deal with that and to cope with your life in whatever way you can. It's, it's, do you know what? It's self-love. Self-love is so hard to find. Trust me, I've been looking for a long time. <laughs> Haven't we all? <laughs> I think everyone's looking for self-love um, and it's definitely one of the hardest things to find, but everyone is on their own journey to get there. So thanks. Open Mind, the podcast, is sponsored by very.co.uk.